From vomiting in zero gravity to calling out former students for indecent exposure to teaching remotely while stuck for months in India, Sushil Bhavnani's Auburn career is the stuff of legend. So how does the Henry M. Burt Jr. Professor of Mechanical Engineering explain his phenomenal success? Just dumb luck. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. Oh. 1.21 You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hello, you. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of Hashtag Getting, the award-winning Hashtag Getting the Best Podcast in all of higher education still now and forever. My name is Jeremy Henderson. I am a uh, the co-host of the uh, podcast here, which is brought to you by the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing, uh, for which I work as a communication specialist. Over here to my uh, my left is uh, the old Yeti himself. That would be Austin Phillips. No, I think are, this that's is not a Yeti. A, I think this is a what is that? Arctic. Arctic? No, Ozark. Ozark Trail. Walmart Ozark special. Trail. Oh, that's pretty weak. <laughs> Look, I was about to say, those How Yetis much are, are paying you. <laughs> that's, this one's six bucks. That's why I don't have a Yeti. I can't afford a Yeti. Ain't uh, the tops missing. Are we on? Mm. Uh, Austin's the director of the, uh, the office. Uh, we have Marcus Klutz over here on keys, uh, looking good in stripes yet again. Hopefully, um, yep, looking good. And uh, Austin, about a year ago, just over a year ago, about 13 months ago, I got an assignment for a story and I'm going to read, I'm going to read you the opening of it. Now the title of the story is called very remote instruction. I like that one. Very. I thought you were going to read the assignment that you got in an email from me saying, <laughs> Hey, so she'll stuck overseas and he can't get back. I need you to write a story. on. Please this. help him. <laughs> Could you reach out to engineers without borders and see what we can do? See if we can get a ride back. <laughs> Uh, for the past six weeks, Sushil Bhavnani's lectures in electronics thermal management have given new meaning to remote instruction. Sushil Bhavnani, thank you for joining us. You got to tell us about this grand adventure you went on. I'm sure you're probably sick of telling people about it. I heard Tyler out there like six months behind the times. Hey, you just got back or something, did you? But I mean, we, we, we got to go in this. You're the, you're the uh, associate chair of the illustrious Department of Mechanical Engineering. Largest on campus, one of my favorites, hands down. Let's just be honest. Uh, tell us tell us what the last year or so was like in your world. Of course, you know, it was uh, started from uh, unfortunate circumstances. Sure. It was my, my dad passing away in India, but then we did get stuck there because of the uh, pandemic and travel restrictions. It got pretty desperate trying to get back at one point after we had uh, taken care of the immediate needs of the family. We now, went, and, when, and when was that? Uh, that happened March through June of last year, or actually February through June, which, you know, happened right, in the, right about spring break year. I made actually a couple of trips to India, came back the first time, and then had to go back almost right away. And uh, thanks to excellent support I got from people like Shannon Price. I was able to um, continue teaching from there, which was, uh, I still think that was pretty amazing that they managed to help me pull it off. Well, yeah. So, so we have, I mean, 
you know, the timeline, it, it, it was it was such a different world, at least in our understanding of it. You're starting to hear that this pandemic, you know, this this virus is getting bad. It's 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 spreading. And what are we going to do? Everything was kind of uh, play it by ear for a little while. So when when did you realize, I guess, that and, and how did you realize that, well, life's really going to be, uh, you know, pretty, pretty different for me? Yeah, for a while there, I thought maybe my teaching assistant with a little bit of instruction could uh, pull it off. And he did for about a week or two. And then it became uh, to be it, it was too much of an imposition on him, I think, to continue to do it in that mode. So I had our our building uh, uh, a colleague in the building that had the keys to my office, let the teaching assistant into my office, let my son into my office, and then they grabbed things and started sending documents over, PDFs and imagery and uh, actual hard copies and such, and eventually we managed to do the whole course remotely. Now, so where, where were you here? Go ahead. I, I just, mm-hmm. I love that because we talked to so many students um, and we always ask the students, you know, I know this was different. How was this for you? And every one of the students I think we have in here always brag about the job that our faculty did and how you all, um, you know, adapted to the circumstance just like the students did. And to hear that story of, you know, you got family members, you got people sending you stuff so that you can be prepared from afar. That's amazing. That's amazing. And we're, and we're not actually, phoning it in at all. Sure. That, sure. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then there was the time difference, of course. I oh, think that's, yeah. what, that's what caught Jeremy's attention. Yeah. We were, you know, classes were starting there late at night when everybody else was going to bed. In fact, uh, they were beginning to wind down, and I'd tell them, you know, keep the television screens uh, muted so that I could start my class at 9.30 at night. You were starting at 9.30 night. So when would you finish up? It was an hour and 15 minutes. So, you know, about an hour and a half maybe um, after Q and A ended after class. So, and where where were you exactly? This was in the southern part of India. Um, it's a city called Mysore, and it's um, um, an old princely state. As you know, um, India was formed from a, a large number of princely states that were brought together um, around the time the British were ruling. Well, when did you exactly? Like, when did you come back? Because I, 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 I didn't do the follow up, I needed to do a follow up. He's back. He's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, when, when, yeah. How long? I mean, how long have you been here? It's uh, it's been a year. Uh, got back in in June, the uh, first part of June last year. So it does seem like a bit of a distant memory at this point. So I thought which, it was longer than that. Which I'm sorry. means uh, you know things are recovering nicely. Well, and I, I mean the news recently, they uh, there's been talk of a, another outbreak in India and it getting worse again. You know any. Any issues with family? Any anything going on over there now that you know of? You know, it started becoming a lot like you hear over here uh, when uh, you first think you've read something in the news about people you know about. Then you start hearing about people that you really do know, maybe falling sick or a student calling in and saying, "You know, I wasn't in class last week, but that's because I, I was I was sick. I I I had the virus." So. We're starting to hear that. Fortunately, you know, knock on wood, uh, the family's been uh, in good shape so far with uh, having been vaccinated. Uh, yeah, small sliver of population there. Yeah, that's been vaccinated. We've been among the fortunate ones, I think. Awesome. So, awesome. All good. So, tell us your Auburn journey. How'd you How'd you get here? 
Yeah, by the way, I thought this was going to be a really formal thing, so it's a good thing I didn't put on my tuxedo or anything like this. <laughs> oh, you guys you guys got a great atmosphere. Yeah, going. You, I okay. promise you. Yeah, you, you really have to yeah. about formal when you <laughs> got old formal Henderson over here. <laughs> you haven't. I mean, my pants are unbuttoned. Uh, you haven't listened to a lot what, of these, apparently. <laughs> exactly. You haven't listened to enough of them. I thought you were a super fan. You said you listened to 10. I was like, well, okay. We're rounding. You, I, this might actually be the 110th episode. And, and if, if it's not going to be, we're going to make it that way. Yeah, hold it. We're over. just going to lay number it that way anyway. But so, so your Auburn journey, how, 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 how long have you been here? So I've been, I spent most of my life here in the loveliest village on the plains. Uh, it's uh, 34 years now. Good and grief. indeed, uh, you know, my life wouldn't be complete without being a, uh, a hardcore football fan. So I've uh, had season tickets for about 30 of those years, and uh, I've enjoyed every single game. So what brought you here? Just dumb luck. Just football? <laughs> just dumb luck. Um, just yeah. dumb luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like most of the good things in my life. Yeah. So... Um, I interviewed here, uh, fell in love with the place on my interview trip, and was fortunate enough to land a job that I have enjoyed ever since. Well, you did your undergrad and your master's degree in India, uh, but then your PhD at Iowa State. What took you to Iowa State? <laughs> I just said it. It was a, it was dumb luck again, you know. Uh, got a lot of that, dartboard action over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that turned out to be a fantastic situation too. As it turned out, um, I think. Uh, my master's advisor in India and my doctoral advisor at Iowa State were lab mates at MIT when they were students. They did their PhD at the same time in the same lab at MIT. So that, that was the connection for me. Those well, two have been big mentors. Well, having uh, great advisors, a little segue there, um, you seem to be one yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you keep getting... Um, Recognized at the college level, at the university level, for not only what you do in the classroom, but what you do outside the classroom. Um, talk a little bit about that. It's amazing. You get uh, all these awards for just sitting around watching young people do their stuff. <laughs> I um, think it's a dumb luck. Yeah, yeah. You want a title for this episode? That, yeah, just, just, just say dumb, that. Just yeah. did it. Dumb luck. Yeah. yeah I've... Um, yeah, you know, a lot of my learning happened uh, in the early 90s, late 80s with the solar car team. You know, uh, you learn a lot about people when you're out with students three weeks at a time, mm-hmm. going to bed at midnight, waking up at four in the morning. You know, you uh, you really get to understand Is the sun out there, the stress that people uh, are under and what it does to them. So I've certainly made some lifelong friendships with students that have stayed in touch, and I've been to their weddings. And really, have, uh, they continue to uh, send pictures every year of their growing children. And uh, uh, and the one student who mooned me uh, from another van, uh, luck. he's 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 probably uh, his children are going to be embarrassed. But so I probably shouldn't shouldn't say Scotty's name, but. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, when you're when you're traveling in this caravan of vehicles as required by safety, you know, you sandwich your delicate solar car between a lead and a chase van. You live out of that van for a long, long time, and it gets quite gamey in there. Oh. So, well, especially um, if Scotty's dropping trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golly. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, yeah. That, I mean, that's that. That is great because we just uh, what was. Uh, so we had we uh, last year we had the Provost Advising Awards. 
that you were uh, honored at, and then recently was student organization for uh, advisor for the Indian Association. Yeah, I was having to. I mean, I was having to do a lot of digging to find all of them. So uh, you're just awesome. I mean, again, inside the classroom, outside the classroom. You talked about football. Now, obviously, you didn't get that at Iowa State when you went out there. <laughs> I mean, come Ain't on. Ain't that the truth? Uh, <laughs> we had uh, zero winning seasons my four years there. Oh, yikes. Um, I'm surprised we didn't hire the head coach. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Don't, don't go there. Do not go there. Well, so when uh, you came, when, when 34 years. So let's see. Let me do some math here. What is that? Uh, 86 Jeremy, don't take or something? Shoes off. 86? 87. 87. Yep. 87. Oh, right, right, right. Right in the middle of a good Oh, that's a good little run. stretch yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. So what was your first game at Jordan-Hare? I know you remember it. You know, I If you remember Scotty, you remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, one was a much closer view. Uh, uh, but, no, actually, I, I don't think I could tell you what the, what the first game was. It was probably some non-conference game that, you know, doesn't stick in memory. But, uh but you know, there have been uh, several, including uh, the trip to to Pasadena, uh, which didn't end particularly well. But we came awfully close, as everyone knows. And uh, I think uh, my favorite memory of that was they had a uh, a parking attendant that bore a striking resemblance to the coach of our arch rivals. Really, that was interesting. I think the local club there must have had something to do with that. So <laughs> So it was a little person. Is that what I'm not saying. saying. I'm not saying. I want to uh, talk a little bit about your um, your teaching and your research. What What are some of your research interests? It's um, please don't uh, some, say dumb something. Luck. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah, for yeah, that. yeah. I was waiting no. for that. I, was how, like, I, I discovered this. <laughs> dumb luck. Well, well, how about how about uh, throwing up like a maniac on the zero gravity flight? Does that qualify as uh, research? Would, it sure. I was yep. with a, um, a taken an undergraduate student taking a. And a, and a doctoral student, the three of us, we were one among, I think, 10 or 12 teams that were flying about the zero gravity aircraft, and they'd given us all kinds of warnings. They had these uh, plastic bags that uh, that you had in your shirt pocket. Yeah, you were. Oh, right, right, right. And they made sure that they said if if something starts going wrong, you know, you have got those fluffed open already. Don't don't take a chance. And uh, I was the oldest person on the flight, and. Uh, uh, the vomit comet. I was about to. I was going to ask is, if you knew it, Jeremy. Apt, aptly named. Yes. Uh, so uh, you know, set off quite a scramble among the volunteers there. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. So it didn't make it in the bags. That we're saying. Uh, most of it did. <laughs> oh, so, but but that was that was a fun experience coming from research where we were flying this uh, uh, project, which is about to be, to be actually uh, much more fun because it's about to be launched this December aboard a SpaceX rocket to the International Space Station. Um, so the, the project will again? go there. What is the project? It is a means to study how uh, transition occurs between liquid and vapor in, a, in, 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 in one word, boiling uh, of, of fluids in microgravity. So there's some uh, physics to be explored there and some utility then on in how you cool the electronics aboard spacecraft. Hmm. Interesting. So that, that ought to be fun. Well, we got to follow that. Thinking, was he talking about his stomach boiling yeah, exactly. the liquid up? I didn't want to go. Vapor, is that the polite term for it? But, well, um, <laughs> stomach vapor. So, Shield, yeah. you're also the uh, BERT professor? 
Um, talk about what what that means to to have a named professorship here. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, the Burt family, of course, is amazing and their support of, of the College of Engineering. But I think we're fortunate to have so many people that believe so strongly in the future of Auburn Engineering. And one keeps watching our rankings continue to improve. You know, when all these buildings came, um, became a reality, it was nice to see our rankings starting to reflect the fact that a lot of people think this is a fine place for engineering. Yeah, probably a lot of things have changed landscape-wise since yeah, 87, I'd say. Yeah, I would say your, your digs over there in Wiggins Hall, I'm sure, are, are a lot better than, than they used to be 30 years ago. I uh, see some gray hair popping up there, too. You're also starting to say things like, there used to yeah. be a cornfield here, right? <laughs> or something. Hey, well, that's what we talk about. When we were both here, you know, Shelby Center wasn't here when we were here. Yeah. Dun- Dunstan was still up. You know, there's, there's a lot, lot different. Yeah, it used to flood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I'll tell people, I mean, because uh, we were, I was in Tishner, you know, we used to drive in front of Tishner. I mean, that was part of the way you remembered Haley is, you know, the four corner stop down there. That was your fourth quadrant. So I kind of miss that. Yeah. Being able to get close like that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not having to do anything. Yeah. That was Just that like was literally awesome. step out of your car into yeah. your chair. And, that was you know, awesome. Yeah. It's got to be one of the best looking campuses in the country now, though. It's well, just it's beautiful. The, well, and I mean, just the engineering portion of this the way we have really created an engineering campus within the university campus i mean we we have pretty much from almost almost from donahue to to college and i mean what yeah what real estate. Yeah. i mean i call the speaking of india i mean i call i call it the taj mccopal yep over yep. there i mean that that sucker premier premier facility you just self-contained you know well, our so own what, bathrooms what's uh <laughs> what's next for you what 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 are we looking forward to the future? I I was speaking earlier this morning with a colleague. I don't think he wants to be mentioned yet, but maybe he does. Scotty, he's he's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, um, you know him well. He's he's one of our colleagues, and he was talking about how he's about to retire next year, uh, having completed um, with his um, well, something in the twenty seven year uh, career here. And so I've got 34, so it can't be too far off. It's coming. It's coming close. Well, um, I think but, uh, Jim had Jim Killian had about 40, so you're going to probably need to hang on for about yeah. six or seven more. Yeah. So yeah. you, know, you got to get to you know, Killian A few range. more advisor awards. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Killian, I just ran into his, his cousin at the golf course this past weekend. Serving as well, he serves as a marshal there. Well, Jim and his old yeah. Uh, yeah. college roommate, they're out gallivanting across the country in car shows and stuff now, so. That's nice. what happens when you retire. That's what you'll get to do. You ever nice. accidentally get any email for uh, Sushil Adhikari? Does ever show up? Used to. Used, used to. to. I think uh, until, uh, yeah, yeah, until people started, uh, you know, being able to tell the difference. Yeah, and he got a few the other way, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, think, I, say, uh, I get absolutely. the Austin Phillips emails from GTAs to students to it happens. Well, you're, you're the second Sushil. On our yes, on the, on the podcast, yes, I know so, that. Yes, yeah. I did. I, that that's one, one. That's one I I have listened to. Yeah, yeah. No, he was and, good. Uh, he and I have uh, we've uh, worked together. We we did uh, work. Uh, there are two or three students that we mentored together, graduate students, and uh, so yeah, Shield uh, squared. 
Awesome. Both yeah. impressive. Both yeah. impressive. So, Sheila, can't thank you enough for joining us. This has obviously been one of our favorite episodes. Dumb yeah, I luck. I was about to say, <laughs> when you get a guest this good, you know, it's know. just kind of dumb luck. I know. It's, it's so good. <laughs> can't thank you enough for uh, for joining us and, uh, yeah, for your, your service to the college and uh, to science, apparently. Yep. And then – and helping Scotty, yeah. Well, thank you. This is this is just the practice run, right? We'll get together to edit this and clean it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Number eleven. <laughs> right. that's, that's, that's Marcus's job. Thank you, Sushil. War Thanks, Eagle. War Eagle. Right. War Eagle.